Okay. So my artist's name that I usually use is Deep 13, which means Thief 13 in English. Um, I'm a musician, composer, programmer, like doing different things, also video and filmmaker. Um, mostly I work with turntables when I play music live, so I'm a turntablist. And I'm in the field of experimental, improvised noise music, like overlapping areas. I'm not very focused, but I like to do different things at different times. I live in Vienna. I live here in the same flat since 1976, so I'm, I'm, very <laughs> I'm a very local guy. Um, I was born in Graz in Austria and moved here as a kid, and since then I'm basically here uh, with one break of a few years. And yes, that's where I am and that's where I explore the world from. <laughs> I kind of started off in the mid-90s and back then it was a very close, uh, how do you say, uh, interlacing of the electronic music scene and the like starting internet scene and um, online activism, hacktivism groups and stuff like this. So I worked at different, mostly cultural internet providers and at the same time I started to make music, which was also more, even more electronic back then than it is now. I would say more digital, now I'm more into electronic analog music <laughs> in a way. So um, that was the start. It was influenced by the technical or electronic developments, also by very much um, techno music, um, industrial and, and punk music were also an influence. And then later there also came like free jazz, improvised music, this kind of uh, scenes that came and and had overlappings with with what I with the fields I was working in. I'm still doing similar things with uh, often similar people than back then, but I'm I'm trying to like stay open for developments that happen around me. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I know you as as a turntablist, and uh, we've played together and um, worked together, but. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, your practice specifically related to turntables and records? So the thing is, um, when I started playing around with turntables, I also used CD players, I also used tape decks, I also used my own my, uh, electric guitar. Uh, and then by and by I focused more and more on turntables. But also I've always been using a little computer with self-programmed software on it that works kind of as a, a sampler effects machine uh, that goes along with the turntables. So I'm quite focused, I would say, on the content of the grooves, not so much on the mechanical sides as some other turntablists do. I'm more into the into the sound and and the cultural connotations that come with the sound which is stored on a, on a vinyl record. So if other musicians play a tone, I play a sound or I play a musical cliche and I try to work with that and let them collide and develop them. That's my direction.
Thank you. Um, how has uh, COVID affected your practice in the last um, yeah, year, year and a half? Well, of course, a lot. <laughs> COVID was a big theme in Austria, like everywhere. Um, my main affection was the uh, being unable to play concerts live and travel. I did compensate a bit with online concerts. Friends of mine started um, a streaming platform quite quickly related to the to the local Viennese scene where things happened almost every evening. It was called Echo Räume Klingt Org. And I did some concerts there and I helped technically a bit. And uh, yeah, so there, there was some compensation, but still I miss very much traveling around, playing concerts in front of audience, having physical contact with other people. So of course, that's that's the main restriction that came with COVID. Mm -hmm. Would you say, um, did anything good come out of this period? No. <laughs> I mean, good, good things happened, but they didn't come from this period. Um, I don't think the world needs more pandemics to have some, I don't know, whatever, good moments. <laughs> Great answer. Um, dur during the pandemic, and the, you know, there were lock I'm sure there were lockdowns and restrictions also in Vienna. But uh, where did you spend most of the time outside of your house during this time? I did a lot of hiking and walking around in Vienna. Um, especially starting last autumn around September. Um, I played one of my last concerts in Switzerland and I met a guy there before um, who have uh, met before. He's running one of the clubs in, in Biel in Vienna and he told me that during the first lockdowns in spring he was walking around in Biel every day for two hours and that's so great and this was really inspiring for me so I also started to do the same and I walked minimum 10-12 kilometers every day and I really saw a lot of places in Vienna that I haven't seen before so I was uh, exploring the city trying to go in a different direction every day find new spots whatnot and I made almost a 2,000 kilometers in the last winter by just walking around <laughs> in Vienna so that, that was that was the the most interesting part of, of uh, this this new kind of uh, on the one hand physical exercise but on the other hand also a new experience that came with the uh -huh. lockdowns for me that's, uh, that sounds pretty intense <laughs> what what yeah what what um what would you be typically thinking while you're while you're doing these long uh, tracks and hikes hmm thinking like i was thinking about uh, i'm 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 some i'm a person who is constantly having some whatever thoughts going on anyhow so that's not much of a change but then if you walk and if you have no no social input or things to do at the same time um, it's much easier to get your thoughts settled and maybe also more structured so it, it helps think in whatever you want to think <laughs> and um, this exploration of Vienna also brought me a lot of insights about the city which uh, like there was really places and buildings I didn't know before and um, like architectural 
uh, thoughts I had and th things like that. And of course I was thinking about my music, my situation as an artist and uh, whatnot. So, um, you know, this project is, um, that I, that I'm interviewing for is, um, about collaboration and also about finding future artists to collaborate with. And this is why I'm trying to send these records too. So I wanted to ask you a little bit on this aspect and, uh, earlier you were telling me that you have been working a lot with the same artists, uh, for a very long time, but I also know that you, um, have a lot of, uh, international collaborations and when you travel, you also collaborate with people. So um, what would you say are like um, sort of key factors on uh, how you find people to collaborate with or work with? Um, for me, this is very much happening on like festivals and, and physical encounters with other pre people. So I'm not the kind of person who sits down and then searches the internet for possible collaborations, but I'm more like bumping into somebody in the backstage area of a festival and starting to chat about music. And this is the way things develop and, and how I collaborate with people. Mm -hmm. Have you been able to, have you been able to successfully co collaborate online? I was trying to, and there was one very interesting radio project last year. It was started by two radio people in Germany, Knut Alfermann and Sarah Washington. They run a thing called mobile radio. And they started to connect like around 10, 12 people from all over Europe, also US sometimes. Uh, Chile at one point, but mostly Europe. <coughs> and bring them together, everybody creating an mp3 stream at the same time and getting back the result as a mix that Sarah did live. Oh. So they mixed like 10 or 12 streams from people from all over the place. Of course, with a long lag, like there was a, a delay of up to 30, 40 seconds sometimes. So that was a very, it, it required a totally different way of interaction and you always had to anticipate what the others would be doing in half a minute <laughs> and kind of play along with that that was quite interesting and it brought some really interesting results also we did it every week every thursday at the same time so we wow. kind of developed our rituals and we really knew what the others were doing and and how to go along with that that was quite a nice project mm -hmm. great um, so this project is also centered around, uh, centered around Josef Beuys. Uh, what do you know of Josef Beuys? Well, I'm not a Beuys specialist, but as a person who does art in Europe, I, <laughs> it's, it's impossible to not know him. Um, he died when I was a kid. So for me, he's mostly history. Uh, he was an artist of the 20th century, I think around... 1920 or something he was born still very young when he was in second world war as a pilot and he was quite good in creating myths about his own person and about his own uh, art and um, i think he was one of the founders of the green party in germany so he was definitely kind of a uh, left-wing ecologic 
were not artists who had a very political mind about art. And he, one of his, um, one of his concepts was that everybody would be an artist. Every person is an artist. I think he called it a weiter der Kunstbegriff. So, which which means extended art concept or something like that. So, um, yes, he he was really uh, he had a very wide understanding of what art could be and how performance and fine arts and music and other fields would would go together. And yeah, quite a quite a, a figure, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> You know the the answer that you just gave me. You're the most informed uh, about Joseph Boyce out of all the musicians that I've talked to. <laughs> um, but is this? Um, but is what you just told me? Is that something that you studied uh, as an art student, or is that do you think is that general knowledge amongst um, you know working in Europe or around the circles that you are around? Um... I wouldn't say it's general knowledge uh, for musicians, but for art students in Vienna, for sure. Like, uh, as an art student in Vienna, you definitely will know about Boyce and his work. Uh-huh. And I'm, I never studied art, but like um, I like art on, and I like Wikipedia. So <laughs> I've, I've, I'm sure I have I've, I've stumbled about Boyce's works on Wikipedia as well. How do I say? I'm I'm interested, but I'm not a specialist in in these fields of, of art. So I I kind of um, get this kind of facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anything about the records that he made? Not much, um, but there is one music track that I know. Wir wollen Sonne statt Regen, which was a um, political activist song he did together with a group called. BAP, B-A-P, mm-hmm. and that I used to play sometimes when I when I performed live. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a very simple and and kind of uh, how to say uh, not very sophisticated <laughs> song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a nice pun refrain line, which goes: "Wir wollen Sonne statt Regen ohne Rüstung leben." Where Regen is also the German um, way to say the name of the former American president Reagan. It was kind of a wordplay with with the president's name, and we don't want rain or Reagan, whatever. Okay, so um, you know the last question I ask everybody on this um, on this interview series, and you you've already told me that you're kind of going back to to your normal practices and concerts, um, but. Um, I think, you know, during the lockdown and while we have these restrictions, we were thinking a lot about our music and what we wanted to do. And so I wanted to ask you, um, what is your first project or performance or artwork uh, that you want to make or that you want to do when everything is back to normal? It depends on what you define as everything back to normal, but (laughs) it's kind of going in that direction here at the moment. So the first thing I did already was playing in an opera piece by Viennese composer and artist Leo Riegler. And we played in Zurich in Switzerland and in Vienna, four shows. So I was just doing uh, 
my my usual turntable noise music along with the other with the ensemble. It was a, a ensemble for Neue Musik Zürich and some extra guests. And the next thing I will be doing is um, the project I mentioned before, um, a gigantic turntable um, that reads whatever is on a, a record or a vinyl piece of the shape of a record and the size of 85 centimeters diameter which makes 33 and a third inch uh, so um, I will play with this as a performance as a part of a festival in Rümlingen in Switzerland um, it's a project centered about the works of the writer Robert Walser a Swiss writer uh, who also spent his life in this area and then we'll see what comes up in autumn. I'm not sure if there will be many big festivals happening because it's quite short time and still a bit uncertain to organize things. But I'm hoping to play some concerts coming up. No other uh, special projects for, for the autumn or winter. So I, I just do whatever comes up and what is possible to do. Are you, are you vaccinated? Yes, twice. I'm happy. Yesterday I was at uh, like my mother's birthday. Uh, we went to some big uh, comedy show. It was almost a thousand people audience. So for me, this was really wow. the, the biggest thing since, I don't know, <laughs> 18 months or something. It's, it's coming back. 